I am Julius, here with Jonas, and this is Discussions. What we're going to discuss is life before and after having a child. Oh, nice. Yes. So, Jonas, tell us, <laughs> what was life like before you had your little baby girl, Jazz? Yeah, it was quite okay. The regular stuff, um, working, living, going out, staying at home together, yeah. I think the basic things and then of course you so many people say yeah once you have a kid everything changes and I was like yeah sure I can imagine but of course I cannot know and then we had uh, our daughter end of January and actually yes it is it does really change pretty much everything and there was one moment where I actually physically felt that so you know over the years you um you buy certain stuff, uh, like, I don't know, records, books, some you keep, some you, you don't, some you, you sell, so you, some you give away. But I really felt physically that when, as soon as I knew that there was going to be this new person in our life, that it placed certain things in, in perspective. So like I knew like, okay, my record collection would go to somebody else and not just anybody but like really a person that is that has our own blood, basically. I get it. Yeah. So like an heirloom is yes. what you mean. Yes, and it was a really, I mean, it was one of the most heartwarming feelings I've ever experienced. It was really something physical, but it does change a lot of things. Now, I think I have to admit that we are very lucky with, um, with, with jazz. Uh, in that sense that she's really calm, she's really really quiet, so we don't have all the the, um, the difficulties that some other par parents really experience. True. Yeah. I've seen, what I've noticed, and I come from a big family, and yeah. I have over 22 nephews and nieces, <laughs> and I don't have a child of my own, but I do love kids, and I'm very protective of kids. You know, of course, it starts with babies, and then you see them grow. Mm -hmm. And what I've realized is that you start to see how certain parents are with their kids some parents are not ready but what i love about you and jane is that the way that you actually are very um in it to win it like you love her you comfort her sometimes i laugh because i kind of figure you know there's competition because it's like once you see her you won't let her go um <laughs> and jane laughs she's like oh yes when we stop by and Jonas wants to hold jazz, <laughs> all bets are off. So I, I've that's seen true. that. Yeah, that's true. I think it's something that my parents gave us and that which I also see in Jane's family. It's a Thai family, so they are. I experienced immediately that they have a different way of caring for a baby. Mm -hmm. That whomever is in their neighborhood, it's not necessarily the parents that have to take care of it. It's just whomever sits closest to her mm -hmm. will just carry her, soothe her, feed her, mm -hmm. uh, change the diapers or whatever. And that's something I really appreciated. Uh, from my parents also told me, and I've, I've seen it, I see it in the street, in the train or whatever, just a lot of little children getting nervous or start crying because they feel ignored and they want attention. And then you see these parents, they continue to watch their phones, they continue to talk, they continue to shop. And the, the little kid just doesn't understand why it's being ignored. So 
as soon it's not it's not to spoil her but it's as soon as she somehow asks our attention mm-hmm. i mean she cannot she can barely marvel she cannot yet ask for can you help me with this or i need that or i would like to do this of course she has to catch our eyes mm-hmm. and that's just we 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 try to be attentive of those things and then just to be always to be in in her neighborhood and we see that at home as well when she's playing and she's really focused mm-hmm. and then Jane can start cooking mm-hmm. i can do something else but then all of a sudden she she raises her, her head and she doesn't see anybody around and then she it's not panic but she will she's trying to understand that why is she alone in that room and then we 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 really go to her immediately i um, but like i said i love that you guys are very attentive to your child and i feel that a lot of parents let their kids scream they mm-hmm. let them cry mm-hmm. um and i think to myself are they just waiting for that to die down and today possibly how people raise their kid of course it's none of my business how people raise their kids but at the same time i don't think m- most people are ready to be parents and they go through the motions of trying to be a parent but if you're handing your kid like an ipad to entertain exactly that to me makes no sense at no, all true i'm from uh, 77 when we were kids my parents they gave me a piece of paper mm-hmm. or an empty box and it would keep it, it would keep me silent for two weeks mm-hmm. because it, and that's just how you let your kid be creative and it's all new to them they don't need electronics to to be entertained on the contrary for me definitely it, it has um enriched my life in so many ways already now and she's only eight months i can see that mm-hmm. i can see that her personality is starting to change yeah um <laughs> as they grow older um like i said i've had vast experience and I come from the era of like the late 60s early 70s mm-hmm. where um my like I said my little brother Chris was the first baby that I ever held right and you start to see like the different personalities that even though I don't have any children of my own and you ask me the question about you know going back to the whole forehead thing I think the reason why I kissed my little brother's forehead is because he was the only little baby that I knew. Exactly, yeah. So, if you have like and then when I have extended family in terms of like my friends and um my extended that have become extended family and they all of a sudden have like kids. It's really funny because I'm referred to as uncle or because I'm gay and <laughs> Julius. <Yes. laughs> so, um your situation and your your unit, your family unit, you Jane and Jazz reminds me of my friends that when they first had uh well, when Leah who is Taiwanese and then there's Patrick who's half Irish half Ecuadorian, mm-hmm. had Ava and actually Ava I was holding as a baby yeah. when Ava was born in Vienna. Right. And then they had Charlotte. And when I look at their unit, and it's really funny how uh they act and it's funny how Jane reminds me of Leah <laughs> and then you remind me of Patrick even with some right. of your jokes that could be very dry. <laughs> um true. <laughs> it's really funny just to see it and just to see it happen again and mm-hmm. by nature it's easy for me to uh hold a baby or to pick up a child and I know when a child needs their parents and I know 
you know, when they stiffen up their body and it's like, right. oh my God, it's like, you're not going to be able to pick up that child. You have to leave it to the, you have to leave it to uh, and the parents. And freeze it, basically. It literally, it's like, you have to thaw the baby out because now the baby's frozen. It's like a superpower. When they, yeah. when they stiffen their body like a brick, it's like, you're not going to, no, yeah. it's, it's definitely not going to happen. But seeing you and seeing Jane, um, the little one has changed a lot because it's mm-hmm. no longer about the two of you as a couple. It's about all three of you as a family. Yeah. And now also, because since we have, we have a cat and it's not really the most sociable cat, I mean... No, not met the cat. It's, uh, voilà, it's uh, not even sitting on um, our lap. But then you see that Jazz is really, I mean, immensely interested in, in this animal. It's furry, it moves, and she like goes towards it. And he is like keeping his distance like only cats can do. Right. And like looking at her, putting up his nose. And then every now and again, he's coming closer and he lets her touch him and only just on his terms. But it's really nice to see that new also relation evolve. We're very lucky with her and the way she's, she's uh, growing in every kind of way. Yeah. Yes, I've noticed yeah. that your mood changes too when you see little jazz. Absolutely, um, yeah. yeah. You know, if it's a, yeah. a long day or an extended day, mm-hmm. you immediately start to change your mood. Yeah. You become a lot lighter. Jane can't compete with holding her. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> yeah, it's just Jane, uh, Jane, of course, and I think it's only right, she's spending the most of the time with her and mm-hmm. I'm here also during your weekends, since Jane is working in the restaurant, she, we, we decided for, for Jess to go there as well to avoid having her driving back and forth in the middle of the night. It will change in the future, but of course I, I miss her. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I see her, and it's just now as Jess is already a little bit older, mm-hmm. she also recognizes me immediately. And so she has this, this smile immediately. I've seen it. And that's just... I mean, I cannot explain. It's, it's the best thing ever. And it's true that also for me, a little bit like that physical uh, emotion, it really puts things in, in perspective. And it helps me to be um, a little bit more relaxed. In that way, I also like the fact that I'm already a little bit older. I have some more uh, life experience. And in that sense, I completely agree with you. There are so many people in their 20s, early 20s, getting a child, even two, and it seems for a lot of them, it's almost like a way to keep their relationship in order, where I think it's actually an extra pressure or stress. Often they they just separate anyway. I see that Uh, people actually have kids and they treat it like a trend. mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there are some couples that I have to give so much credit to that whether they're straight or gay or bi, whatever, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that when they put it in their head that they want a child, they really do mean it. And then you see the child grow and it becomes a family. Say, for example, my friend um, Troy and his husband Craig, and when they actually adopted uh, Finley Pip, and I was there doing the adoption process and I was in the court, and at first I thought, oh, this will be easy. But the moment they started talking, and the moment they were like, you're literally like, my God, this is actually going to be a family. Yeah. So one person started crying. I didn't think I was going to cry. Next thing you know, everyone's passing around tissues because they're all crying because <laughs> yeah. it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And I give them credit because when they decided to adopt this child, they meant it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in every aspect of the way. They really did. 
Yeah. And there are certain people where I think they look at a child and they think of a child as an accessory yeah. and they think it's cute because it's like, okay, you have to keep in mind that that child's going to grow up and be an adult. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if you are really in it to win it to be a parent, but it's another thing if you are acting as if it's the latest Hermes bag. I completely agree. Also, the way of having to think of a name, the invitation, then the baby shower, thats it has nothing to do with the baby. It has all to do with getting attention. And I have a little bit of difficulties with that, like you say, trend. Because in the, I think part of being a parent, part of taking your responsibility as a parent is also giving the child enough independency. As a parent, you're a passage in their life. At a certain moment, they will continue to, to leading their own life. Obviously, there's a certain bond, a certain connection, which will always be there. But at a certain moment, it's really necessary to be able to say, okay, now I'm taking my own decisions. I'm going to choose my way and etc., etc. So I would, I mean, judging by what I've seen between you and Jane is that when you guys actually work or when you do things, it, it becomes more about just a couple. It was like, oh, let's just do this or do that. But now it becomes more about us. It becomes the unit. Absolutely. And we will, it's incredible how it's really, we discuss certain practicalities, but we never have to discuss about, let's say, priority Jazz is always a priority. We will always decide in, in for her to be the most comfortable and the, the, we will set aside our own practical issues just for her to, to, be, to be able to have more time with a, with a grandmother or just be more often in, in the same place. And that's the key word, what you mentioned. And I think that's what a lot of people miss is that if you're going to have a child, mm -hmm. that child should be a priority. Exactly. Exactly.